0: Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 A Ticket and a ticketfm.com. Okay, right, we're
1: back. We're uh, handing off the bearded dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it was I was just animal holding the kingdom lizard. in here. Yep. Okay. We're back. I don't back.
0: think I've ever held a lizard.
1: Probably. I mean. It wasn't bad. It just sat there and looked at you. It was probably more Did afraid than you were.
0: T- terrified? A little bit. I like the conversation you had with it though. It would have been you great if it nice was to
2: you. Hi. And all of a sudden went Hodge. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Hi. Okay.
0: All right. We're back, We're back with uh, Maggie Thorne here. We want to talk about her foundation, um, Joy Floco. All right. Okay. So tell us a little bit about that, what what that's all about and how, how like our listeners, if they want to check it out, where they can go, those types of things.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So Joy Floco, I started with a person who actually used to train me. Her name is Diane Bandera. She works at Explosive Edge in Omaha. And she was the person who helped me come back to Ninja Warrior. I needed some very specific training. There was a lot of people who did it. She's a postural corrective specialist. So just to give you that idea, I mean she was so incredible in such a way that I hadn't been trained before because I was still coming back from my TBI. So training was difficult. Like motion, I'm very motion sensitive. I will be probably for the rest of my life. And it, just the way she interacted with me and so we started to really develop a close friendship and she just always went above and beyond I mean she would message me hey I've been doing all this research and I was like wow and so the more we started to talk and get to know each other we realized how much we align in our beliefs of encouraging all women to be active of all ages Uh, I just talked about it a little bit having a healthy relationship with food Mm -hmm. and and what that looks like and that there's not one activity that fits everybody I mean as you know there's people Mm -hmm. who are like I love ferals and they want that kickboxing and like, and I would also encourage everybody to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be something different for everybody. Like right. there's no way I'd ever encourage everybody be an American Ninja Warrior and be a runner. Cause I know <laughs> there's people who are like, everybody tells me to run and I just hate it. And it's going to make you miserable. The benefit's yeah. not going to be there. Ride no, a bike, right. roller skate. Right. Yes. And so, Uh, We started to dream up like, what could this be? What can we do together? How can we team up to empower the community? And so we started Joy Flow Co. And that was out of, we wanted people to find joy in their flow. Mm -hmm. And so that's how the name was started. And Diana has, she's great at design. So she designed our logo and people can find us just so you know, you can find us on Instagram, joyflowco.com. But even recently, so in September, we're going to be doing an event, an in-person event, and it's um, being, excuse me, it would be called Find Your Joy with the Girl Scouts. So Girl Scouts all across Omaha and Lincoln, and there's actually going to be a Joy Flow patch which oh, will be great. Cool. Cool. yeah. And so people will find, can find out more on Girl Scouts, but we're going to be doing a full day of empowerment for your mind, your body. How can you even activate your mind? We're going to bring in some science and STEM with the AIM Institute in Omaha to get girls excited to have a mental flex, mm-hmm. you know, in teaching them about all the opportunities they have in their life and whether it's Fleet Feet. And we're going to have Lori from Fleet Feet come in. and oh, yes, she's
0: know Lori them. very well. Our gym I is love right across. Yeah. Yeah. Lori Yeah, yeah. She's so right next much. door to we're us. We're
1: neighbors. Yeah. Uh, we're business neighbors. Yeah, business yep. neighbors. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. Right. right. I've been known oh to. Oh, my gosh. Feet. Yeah.
2: Yes. We're yeah. Right. Right. And across so, the parking lot. just, I mean, to even teach little girls about shoes and so we really Mm -hmm. it's about empowering encouraging them to live an active lifestyle it is challenging to be active as a woman how Mm -hmm. do you balance that in your life especially as a mom i mean there's a lot of pressures on a mom that Mm -hmm. i just don't even know if people can understand sometimes and so we want to equip the community with that and that's what it's about and so we share a lot on social media and we're now we're starting to move to in-person events too
0: awesome awesome
2: cool no, I, what? <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, wait. No. <laughs> so yeah. we got
0: to, well, uh, okay. So yeah, I'm trying to figure out where I want to go next. So yeah. let's, let's do, if you, I know you're a motivational speaker, so let's do some motivating. Mm-hmm. We got, we got, well, our 10 week challenge is going on. We're just starting to get to week three. Mm-hmm. Um, So usually week three is kind of a danger zone for most people when they're starting anything new because... Anytime you start something new, it's all exciting. It's shiny. It's here we go. This is great. Any like New Year's resolutioners for exercise. Mm -hmm. You go in to a good life forever. Every treadmill's full. A couple weeks later, (laughs) the regulars are like, by about January 16th, my treadmill will be available. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how it is for us. Every 10 week challenge. Week three is usually a little danger zone where it's like the newness is worn off. Now you're just kind of like. Okay, it's Monday morning. So Mm -hmm. not just for our 10-week challengers, but like anybody in their fitness journey, just give us a little motivation to keep us going. Like give Mark, Mark Mm -hmm. has signed up for a national challenge through Ferrell's where if he Mm -hmm. has the best transformation, he could win $10,000. Will win. Yeah. I will Will win. win. Money, 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 money,
2: money. So
0: a little Mm -hmm. motivation talk for Maggie Thorne. Have at Mm -hmm.
2: it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I always talk with someone about, because a lot of people say, well, I want to do American Ninja Warrior. And I always ask them their why. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about your outcome. What's your why? Because that's important because your why is what is going to keep you going when there's days where you're saying, why do I do this? Mm -hmm. Why should I keep going? Do you have your why in mind? And I think that's important because if someone just says, well, I just want to go out on Ninja and I'm gonna win it all. Well, okay, well the next thing is, do you understand the cost that's involved? Mm-hmm. And this isn't just you know the financial cost, it's yeah. the emotional and, and really having, because if you have an understanding, even like if you have a reasonable expectation of what the price is, this is like when we talked about boxing earlier, you're gonna mm-hmm. step into that ring, you're gonna take punches, you're gonna give some punches and you're maybe come out a little beat up, but you're gonna be stronger and you'll be a champion more than you ever imagined, Mm -hmm. even if your hand isn't raised. And so any goal that we approach, it's like that, Mm -hmm. you know, what does that look like? What's the cost involved? Um, and so being able to say, I'm, I'm willing to step into this. I know it's going to be difficult. Here is why I'm doing it. And then having the right team around you, that's important too. Having people who live and breathe. I mean, it's not going to be helpful if someone comes around and is like, yeah, this is horrible. And so for me to keep going and where I'm at, like I call it my board of directors. People have probably heard that if you're in any sense of leadership world. And so who's my board of directors? The people that even if I share something with, they listen, they might come back with curiosity and they're they understand my goals like we understand each other we communicate about it and even having a deep understanding of myself and who I am as a person and what I'm meant to do I think that's been in me for a while and so that helps you when you face the challenge and to keep going and to overcome and overcome the obstacles and to ultimately never give up well and I think that brings
1: up a good point and you've probably talking about
2: your board of directors but
1: um That can be sometimes the biggest challenge that we see for our people, our members, because a lot of them are coming from being pretty sedentary and it can be a big ask for the people in their lives. And so, you know, you, you're definitely that the person that takes it to the next level. So, um, kind of talk about that. Like how, how do you determine who, who you let into that circle? What do you do for people who, are still in your life, but they don't necessarily understand, you know, what you're doing and stuff like that. How do you bridge that gap where like you're doing this for you and for people to understand that just because you're doing it doesn't mean that you expect everyone in your life to do the same thing. That's a struggle for some of our members and yours is probably on a bigger scale. So have you had that happen before, you know?
2: Yeah. And I don't know if I necessarily say it's even on a bigger scale. Okay. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's because it's just... I mean, you could be up here and, oh yeah, here, the camera can see it up here. I'm holding a hand above my head or down Mm -hmm. here and I'm holding it lower, but it's still the same. It doesn't have to be Ninja Warrior. It could be Ferrell's body shaping. It could be the challenge. Um, And for me, like, I mean... (laughs) it my dream doesn't have to be everybody's dream Mm -hmm. I think that's a sense of self and self-security and my own value and worth and I know where that's at like I know I don't need to have I don't have the time to explain myself Mm -hmm. to people and I shouldn't have to like a friend is a friend is a friend and you just learn that honestly I've had really hard lessons where you might have had a best friend who I've just experienced this once like in the last year and it was, it was painful, but I was like, wow, she must have a type of pain too. Like, can you see that other person's side of the street? It's not all about me. And how can you love in that moment? And so, um, I've, in order to grow in the capacity that I have, in order to have been Mrs. International, the world's toughest mutter, I had to be way more diligent about that. And I would say my board of directors is probably people that are very unexpected they're not actually necessarily in line with what I do mm-hmm. sometimes I have to be careful if everybody wants to do exactly what I do because then I'm yeah. a little too intense and I'm like well <laughs> I might need to bring this down five matches you know yeah. um and so, then their competition not you know
1: too so that could be tricky sometimes too
2: I the ninja community is incredible in terms yeah. of we really are for each other Seems because like I that. think we have a deep understanding of it's your time or it's not hmm and so we can push each other though i'm very competitive in sports i have a hard time doing recreational sports because <laughs> you know you like do a family game of kickball and i'm like all right five-year-old we have to win and it's like <laughs> yeah. you know this old's like am. oh yeah. my gosh you know yeah when it comes to board games i'm like i don't care if i win monopoly there's other things i have to deal with in my <laughs> life you know so
1: <laughs> yep yeah but that it is it's hard sometimes when people in your life don't understand but how they can be supportive just like you said with your your boyfriend where he was the musician didn't really know what to do but he still wanted to be there yeah I'm gonna bring it back actually to
2: to a Tom moment a Tom Osborne moment because I asked Tom once I used to be a part of this oh I forget oh area rep meeting where Tom he had like his associate athletic directors and then he wanted another level of leadership of people who were in area rep and so I was a part of that with him and I asked him one day, can I talk to you for a second? And I just wanted to know, how do you pick a coach? What do you look for? What does that look like? And he said, You know, I actually don't always pick them because they're a good coach, but what do they do overall for the program? hmm And he had referenced someone who I won't say <laughs> this. <laughs> Sorry. And <laughs> just yeah. thinking back to that moment. But he said, I'm gonna be honest, he's actually not a great coach. <laughs> he said, But what he does for the morale and energy of this program. And I know other people can make up for this area. Mm-hmm. And that's how he created championship teams. Yeah. Is he honestly said, I'm not always looking for the best coach. And that was, gosh, all my little Tom moments. That was so meaningful because, you know, your team just needs to be balanced.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And someone might not be great at that, and but they're really strong in this area. And so I don't need friends who fully understand me but you know maybe we're really committed in prayer to each other or you know what does that look like as a part of our board or you know it's it's different so I'd say I actually took that approach that (laughs) all these things I learned from Tom to this day is that it it might be different in someone's weakness well can I fill in with with the strength and so it it just looks like that
1: yeah that's really good that's a really good message because it's, you know, I think that's what lacks sometimes in leadership when that ego gets in the way. And so, you know, realizing that you have to kind of rely on the people around you to kind of build you up through your weaknesses. And that can be, that can be hard sometimes. So
2: something I talk about a lot is it's not opposition, it's opportunity. Mm -hmm. And my old boss, Giant Ingram, he was incredible, such a phenomenal boss. And he definitely had weaknesses though, but I always looked at it that, oh, this is where I have an opportunity mm-hmm. to have a strength to help our team be better, and so it's not opportunity, or excuse me, it's not opposition; it's opportunity. And as we talked about goal setting a little bit ago, like okay, here's all these challenges; it's getting harder to complete my challenge, and that's when you can look in the mirror, or or not. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually don't talk to myself in the mirror; that sounds weird. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I feel like it's just the same yeah, we carry. It is, but you can just say. What an opportunity. And it's, mm-hmm. as you said earlier, it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. And so I live and breathe by that a lot. What an opportunity. Yep. That's awesome.
1: So we should
0: take our yep. last break. We got our yep, last break coming up break with Maggie Thorne. We're going to talk all things Husker football <laughs> in the upcoming season. We'll be right back. Okay. Ninety-three-seven. The Ticket.